You're listening to Politics Weekly. To uh, be big underdogs uh, in the race uh, for the uh, the presidency. One of them is uh, joining me today. We can survive all those systems. What's going to happen if you legalize it completely? Politics Weekly is a podcast on politics, news, and principles. Welcome back to Politics Weekly. Uh, So the Democratic National uh, Convention uh, recently wrapped up. Uh, Joe Biden has been nominated uh, for uh, the Democratic nominee, to be the Democratic nominee that will try to unseat President Donald Trump, uh, who is the presumptive Republican nominee in November, uh, and his running mate, uh, uh, will be Senator Kamala Harris. She is the Democratic nominee for vice president. She is hoping to replace uh, uh, current vice president, Republican Mike Pence, uh, in January if they win in November. Uh, joining me today, we have one of the delegates uh, for the Democratic National Convention, uh, none other than Jack Bergeson himself. He was previously, in 2018, a candidate uh, for governor of Kansas, he made headlines. He's also been a regular guest on our show before. Um, now he is a uh, now he is um, he was recently a delegate for the Democratic National Convention from Kansas. Thank you for joining me, Jack. So tell us a little bit uh, about what being a delegate is like, especially uh, in an era of COVID. Responsibility. It's still such an honor because the 
All right. So um, you, um, you know, you talk about you hope that you get to, uh, you know, uh, do a traditional convention one day. Uh, many people have said that they think traditional conventions are dead. They think that virtual conventions are the way of the future, that nobody's going to travel to do an actual convention. Uh, do you buy that? I really don't. You know, I just, you know, I, I'm not sitting there just because of Bush and I'm saying it because I've talked to people, you know, people in the Kansas and the Sunday and, um, and fellow delegates. And I say, this was a giant sample and it was, you know, yes, it was cheaper to put on the virtual convention. I mean, but it happened in actual person convention where you have this big stadium where you have all the expenses, but they sort of, you know, there's really, like, you know, somebody can fit it all wrong. Um, you know, I think there was a, a lot of, there was just people were more, people didn't know what was going on. There was a lot, but there was a lot of, of uncertainty. Yes, if you have four years to plan it, maybe it's better. Um, but I mean, I guess maybe, you know, I could definitely say, I think there's going to be such clamor from party, you know, especially from the state parties to have an actual convention. Um, again, you know, that um uh so so the one thing i wanted to ask uh how did the roll call work in this virtual or how did voting work because i know you were a delegate voting, voting worked this way i got an email from a special email address i'm not going to say it's a confidential but there was a special email address i got an email from and then a terrible pdf piece of paper a piece of paper that was the two things that was the uh a presidential candidate, um, either a senator or senator or a vice president Biden, and then we also had approval of the platform, and then we had approval of the rules. And I voted my ways on each of those things. And then I, you know, it, you and software, the level of fill that out, and then I returned it to the same email address, but and then confirmation that in the body said, hey, here's how I voted, and I showed that I matched up the clock. 
got a confirmation of that from the from the uh, from the from the email address, and then it was counted. And um, and then the roll call. I mean, they they did an official like I saw it one night. I watched the I watched the roll call. They said they had one delegate from each state, so then from state we tried to stay in front of something somewhat ideal in the state and read off some of the each candidate got from each state. Um, and Candace, it was one of the rules that was giving a, uh, um, reading from him from the farmer. I actually know that I can get it to you like crazy, but you know, she went in for state houses, so I think. Um, but yeah, and so they had a bunch of different interesting people read off the roll call from our state. Mm. Um, like in front of the delegates, in front of the big state banner and all that. And, and so they went through and did that that way, even though we didn't get the, uh, now, um, I, I watched uh, the roll call that night, um, and when they got to Kansas, um, I believe they said that there were 10 votes cast for Bernie Sanders. Are you at liberty to say uh, who you voted for, or would you rather not say that? I believe I'm going to say I voted for Bernie, um, and I voted, I voted against the platform and I voted for the rules. I voted, I, I got the, I was, I was funny, actually, funny story about fellows. Um, because originally I, I was under the impression I was solely going to Biden. And so I voted on my initial ballot, I voted for Biden. And then I got a phone call. And it was from the Bernie people because I was technically a Bernie representative, but technically a Biden delegate. I was kind of worried. And she called me, the French resident was looking for the Bernie delegate team. Oh, you know you're allowed to work for Bernie. And so I was, so I kind of, I was able to sort of update it, a revised balance into the people who were for Sanders. And so that's why I don't like calling the terms. Now, um, Biden now is the nominee. He's been officially nominated at the convention. Um, uh, I know back when you were on the show, uh, I think it was the last time you were on the show, you said you had concerns about Biden being the nominee due to the allegations that Tara Reid made against him involving sexual assault. Uh, Now that he is your party's nominee, uh, what what are your thoughts on that? Do you plan to do you plan to vote for him or support him or? I you know this is something that you have to think a lot about. You know whenever you make an election like that and you have such you know whoever wins has such long term applications and you know I've done a lot of thinking and all that and you know I have deep 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 concerns about that. I'm not going to share for it. I'm not going to take his grave. But uh, I really don't see any other responsible choice but to vote for him. And then we say to all Americans of any political affiliation, uh, this is a bit of a politics that, that Trump is to be removed from office uh, through the Democratic process. And regardless if you're going to let Republicans lost the ticket, I kind of implore that people don't fight, even though no one's real, even though he was not the best choice for Democrats. He's not the best for country Mr. Walker, but he's sometimes 20 times 100 percent of the Donald Trump. And, um, and so, and that, you know, he has policy, but I thought that it was like another concern. But I do believe, I do believe he can, he can be moved in the right direction by public uh, direction, or by public uh, outcry. I also believe he can, uh, I also believe he's, well, he, he was at the very least 
on that continue to sabotage American institutions like Trump has done, um, which is the main reason I think it's announced that almost the voting for Trump Biden would be American. Not necessarily just, it's not even a partisan thing because we have to protect our institutions like the post office and like uh, many of the cabinet agencies that are sabotaged by Trump and like um, And so we really, really do just uh, to say what to say what to, to really ensure that the American society is on and it's been, um, you know, in, in current form, of course, making reforms to make it better, to make it more equitable, all those things. thoughts on Harris as a running mate? Do you think Joe Biden made a good choice in choosing her as uh, the Democratic nominee for vice president? I think there were worse choices and there were better choices. I understand that there was a lot of logic involved in that. And I don't necessarily agree with that logic, but I don't think it's an said. Uh, so talking a little bit about the Democratic National Committee, uh, it ha- or the Dem- sorry, the De- Democratic National Convention, it has happened for 2020. Uh, it was partially held in Milwaukee, but most of it was held virtually. Um, Vice President uh, Joe Biden was officially nominated along with, uh, uh, a, uh, along with California Senator Kamala Harris. Um, uh, musical guests like Billy Porter and Billy Eilish uh, and John Legend were all were just some of the uh, the names that uh, and Prince Royce were some of the musical guests that were there. Uh, some of the hosts included Evil Angoria, uh, um, uh, Evil Angoria, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, uh, and others. 
Um, however, uh, some of the guests included many of the candidates for president that had previously run, including Pete Buttigieg, uh, Cory Booker, Michael Bloomberg, Bernie Sanders, um, and um, uh, and it was a four night event. Um, Joe Biden received uh, praise from many in the press for his uh, speech. However, the convention itself did receive mixed reviews from audiences, uh, with some uh, saying they thought that the uh, event was well put together in a virtual setting, uh, and others saying that they thought that the uh, event felt too awkward. What are your thoughts on the Democratic National Convention, uh, and how do you think it turned out? And I think given the Some of the uh, the next convention. So, obviously, the Republican, uh, the Democrats have had their convention now. Uh, however, it is time uh, for the Republican Party to have uh, their convention next. Uh, Donald Trump uh, has uh, made fun of the Democrats uh, and has said that their uh, convention was too boring in their mind, and that he hopes to make his. Uh, or hopes to make the Republican convention uh, less, uh, uh, more exciting um, in his point of view. Um, the, uh, the event will feature uh, some political speakers alike, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome, uh, New York Congresswoman uh, Elise Stefanik, um, uh, uh, New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik uh, and Iowa Senator Joni Ernst, amongst others. These are the confirmed speakers as of right now. Um, in terms of other speakers, uh, the, uh, the couple uh, that were featured in a viral uh, video that showed them holding a gun up uh, in Missouri uh, to protesters that had uh, entered onto 
their property, uh, that couple uh, will be speaking at the convention as well. Uh, in addition to this, Nick Sandman, uh, Nick Sandman uh, was the uh, was the famous teen who appeared in a video. Um, he appeared in a video uh, about a year ago, uh, which featured uh, him in a confrontation uh, with a Native American man. Um, of course, at first it looked like he, uh, he was taunting the Native American man or that he had approached him. A later video gave more context to the situation. He will be speaking at the convention uh, as well. Um, the original convention was supposed to be taking place in Charlotte, North Carolina. Then the convention was moved to Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, the convention will now be completely virtual. Um, and Donald Trump uh, will uh, accept his, uh, the nomination for president from the Oval Office. This has sparked some uh, ethics concerns. What are your thoughts on the idea of the Republican National Convention? Um, 
So, uh, with that being said, let's move on. So, uh, Steve Bannon, uh, Donald, uh, Donald Trump's former, uh, uh, Don, one of Donald Trump's former advisors, um, has been arrested on fraud charges. Um, the, uh, the fraud charges uh, are over a million dollars that were supposed to go to uh, the Build the Wall Fund. Uh, Bannon uh, apparently reportedly used them for uh, for personal expenses um, or to pay off personal expenses. Um, Bannon has now been arrested. Um, uh, what are your uh, what are your th- uh, and oh oh and he has also pled not guilty to these charges. What are your thoughts on these charges? Well, I mean, I think. You know, I think it is quite unfortunate um, that anyone would set up a charity or set up a donation for for any type of thing and not use it for its intended purpose. Of course, there is no way for it to be used for its intended purpose because the only, you know, the only way it could be built is if the U.S. government did it. But uh, that's not, I don't, you know, I don't believe that would be possible if you're raising many covers. Um, Involving uh, Stormy Daniels, uh, Stormy Daniels, um, uh, Stormy Daniels, the porn star. There is now a uh, court, a district court in California, 
which is ordering uh, that Donald Trump pay uh, fees to porn star Stormy Daniels, um, uh, otherwise known as Stephanie Clifford. Um, this is, of course, uh, of course, a couple of years ago, uh, Clifford's made an allegation uh, that Donald Trump, uh, uh, that Donald Trump uh, had an affair with her. Um, Donald Trump has denied uh, these allegations. Um, there is, uh, it is a, uh, right now, uh, there is an attempt to appeal these charges. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on, uh, on, on this? Well, I mean, I think, you know, I'm not familiar with it All right, well, let's uh, move on to the next story. Uh, so the next story uh, is involving QAnon. Uh, so, of course, um, the conspiracy theory QAnon uh, is now gaining traction uh, in the Republican Party. Um, the conspiracy theory uh, alleges uh, that President Donald Trump uh, is, uh, you know, is, um, is a person named Q, uh, who is trying to secretly, uh, stop, uh, pedophiles, uh, who are raping and torturing children. Um, the, uh, conspiracy theory over the last couple months has gained more traction with multiple Republicans who backed the conspiracy theory uh, winning political office. Uh, many Republican politicians have warned against this, including former Arizona Senator uh, including former Arizona Senator Jeff Flake and former Florida Governor Jeb Bush, who have both warned against the conspiracy theory and condemned it. Uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the members that Donald Trump ha- that did back the conspiracy theory, uh, who won a primary, uh, Donald Trump praised as a superstar in the party. However, he has denied uh, that he, uh, he has denied these conspiracy theories. Donald Trump was recently asked about this. He said that uh, the conspiracy theories are not true. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on Donald Trump uh, talking about this in terms of Q? Well, I mean, it's a very interesting phenomenon. I mean, I've always found it quite hilarious. Um, from my perspective, only because what we know about Trump and FD, even that they, if there is something that's going on with them, if you don't be involved in it, you should join it. I'm not fighting against it. I don't think he is, but it's exactly like he's something on one side, not the other. Um, given what we know about his past, and Bill Clinton, uh, probably the two of the great uh, Jewish presidents, at least in the modern era. Um, you know, they went up by steps, Dean, I think this is the false um, loss to the party. Um, and, uh, yeah, that isn't, that isn't, uh, it's quite hilarious. And I would tend to agree with Trump, but I, I do not believe the conspiracy is true. Um, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, if, you know, if, 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 uh, believers in this, uh, train of thought, like, 
members uh, of the Q conspiracy theory community gaining office? Well, I mean, none of them have a belief of one or generals in the primary. I mean, I do believe that it shows what I think there is growing change within the Republican Party and it's becoming, you know, and, and you saw this actually, you know, like Let's move on to the uh, next question. Uh, so um, right now, um, uh, right now, uh, new polling out uh, shows there could be a uh, tight race in Minnesota. Uh, one Emerson College poll uh, put Biden ahead by three points uh, in Minnesota. Um, and a new poll shows uh, Donald Trump and Biden tied in the state of Minnesota. Minnesota has not gone for a Republican candidate uh, since 1972, uh, in which uh, Richard Nixon uh, won all but, two, uh, all but one state in the election. Um, but uh, right now, uh, it appears as though, uh, according to this poll, uh, uh, Donald Trump and, uh, and Biden are tied. What are your thoughts uh, on uh, this polling, and do you think um, this could actually hold? You know, I think it's one of those very interesting things. Um, Minnesota, you know, has occasionally what some plays around this time of the election, and then we'll leave the lighting up. Also, I think there's another you know, side from Minnesota is getting better. I think that's just going to pick up that Minnesota becoming more red. Um, that's just an objective step. So, I mean, I don't think Biden's going to win over 14 points. I mean, I would still tend to lead to say Biden will win it. Um, if, if he's winning the national election, he's going to win Minnesota and maybe break through the four points. Or maybe six points if they have like the night. Um, and obviously with turnouts like in all this area is interesting. Um, I'd be very shocked. You know, I think the two points will make a little more sense. Um, especially the non-partisan poster of the people who put up the, uh, the type for, uh, a lot of the Republicans, they don't tend to like partisans in either direction because they're going to, they're going to skew it in terms of, uh, towards their supporters. Um, for the guns with the demon, for the robbers, for the they're never going to be up there, the non-partisan poll. Um, so the Emerson poll is a little more interesting to me, not three points, but they a little more sad. Um, but, you know, I think I'll have sleep, but but it was also interesting that I think given the political trends, I think you would see the situation it is possible to come to Minnesota and then fight in Carousel. And then I'll be a tip for cash and every and every day and then out. Um you know, so I think that is something that that could be possible given national trends. I think we'll bear support for the part. Okay. Um you know, 
it's not necessarily because it's just kind of shocking for a variety of reasons. Um, I, I don't really think it's caused by a lot, but it's the same reason. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, you know, and again, it's super close last time. Um, you know, in a, in a world where the Democratic nominee did not win. Um, so I imagine if the Democratic nominee is winning nationwide, they will win Minnesota. Let's move on to the next story. So right now, um, there is a Senate race uh, in Massachusetts. Most people expect Democrats will likely uh, easily hold the seat. Um, However, there is a competitive primary. Uh, Right now, um, Ed Markey is hoping to seek a second term uh, as the senator from the seat. Uh, but uh, he does have a primary challenge from another Kennedy, Joe Kennedy III. For the past few months, this race has been competitive, competitive uh, with uh, Kennedy running uh, a more moderate stance, uh, similar to uh, that of Joe Biden, and Ed Markey running a more progressive stance, similar to that uh, of, uh, uh, of uh, Bernie Sanders. Although he is the incumbent, uh, uh, Ed Markey was not endorsed by the Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi. Instead, she uh, has endorsed uh, his uh, competitor, Joe Kennedy III. Um, uh, Right now, uh, the race appears competitive uh, with polling uh, at a dead heat. However, however, uh, it, it appears as though Markey has pulled a narrow lead and the polls uh, recently uh, getting a 51 to 38% margin. Uh, what are your thoughts, and who, who do you think will win this primary? Well, I mean, this is one of the primaries that both candidates have. You know, it's going to be held. Uh, you know, we're going to be held. We're going to be you know, the Markey campaign is doing a good job fundraising. They're able to compete with Kennedy's money. Um, he's been out there really campaigning. Um, the rest he can right now. Um, he's the only the telephone debate. I think there's a little I can I, my personal opinion, Markey's going to pull it up. Um, especially with the new polling, it's going to be like, oh, kind of tough to reach in. Kennedy was well the lead in the for the early polling. And now more recent polling, there have been a couple of polls that have had a marked lead on by different margins. So I think that tends to say the electors who decided they want to be electors further. But of course, at the primary poll, the primary is the choice of So it is easy to the things that really we may not have any idea for until uh, we start to see those comments. Um, but I mean, I think, yeah, it's going to be very, um, there's a lot of interesting elements to that race. Um, I mean, I can also, you know, the 
So right now, uh, there's been a lot of controversy over the Postal Service and the funding for the Postal Service. Uh, DeJoy, the, uh, the Postmaster General, uh, was recently uh, interviewed, uh, you know, during, or not interviewed, but uh, talked to during a Senate, pan, uh, during a, uh, a Senate hearing or a House hearing, um, and he did say that he uh, does uh, believe in vote by mail. And he does intend to have a special process to count votes by mail. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, I have to be skeptical. Um, as much as I really do believe his words, I hope his word is true. Um, because we need it. We have many, many, many more voters than usual for it. But we always have quite a few in this country that this year is going to be an exceptional amount. And then um, for safety reasons, especially many of our older voters, um, um, Thank you. 
there's also this one where you can have the chapter uh, here. The first thing you just need is you need to put them in the blue chapter because we all have that stuff in the process. All right, well, let's move on to the uh, next and I think final story, um, which is uh, involving a Trump ad blitz. Uh, traditionally, uh, it is a convention for, uh, uh, for candidates, for the opposing party candidates to not uh, run ads or campaign during uh, political party uh, conventions uh, or the opposite political party conventions. Uh, that tradition was broken uh, in 2016 uh, when Hillary Clinton uh, campaigned heavily against Donald Trump during the Republican National Convention. Donald Trump has continued uh, that tradition this year uh, by campaigning against uh, Joe Biden and his running mate Kamala Harris uh, during the Democratic National Convention. Donald Trump has uh, run multiple ads. He's had a giant ad blitz uh, where he's criticized uh, Kamala Harris um, uh, as being uh, too far left uh, and a phony. Uh, in fact, his new nicknames for Biden and Harris in these ads are Slow Joe and Phony Kamala. Um, in addition to this, uh, Donald Trump has also given multiple speeches in some of the key battleground states uh, against uh, Joe Biden. Uh, Donald Trump said in one speech, uh, he called uh, Joe Biden, uh, he called him, uh, or he called him a Trojan horse for socialism. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, and what are your thoughts on Donald Trump campaigning and running ads during the opposite party convention? I think in both Hillary's case and in Trump's case this year, they're both desperate and they both feel like they have to uh, campaign to the Republican Party's convention just to try to minimize the effect of the convention in order to, in their mind, win. And I think the result may be the same and no better. They would think that Trump and Clinton lost last time, but I believe Trump will probably lose this time. Um, but they're, you know, they're, you know, for different reasons, of course, there's many different reasons for that. But, um, you know, I think, um, it up. Thank you again for joining me, uh, Jack Bergeson. Before you go, do you want to tell people where they can learn more about you and where where they can find you on social media? Well, you can find me and uh, 
on Instagram and Twitter. And those are probably two I post the most on. You can just search my name and it should come up. You should have to find which one I need. Um, I don't post a ton on it either, but, you know. And I don't post a lot of personal content on it. And it's mostly personal, but, you know, if you feel inclined, I keep it public. So. Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to be in the end of the one. I can check those at least for me regularly. Um, and uh, thank you again so much for having me on. It's a real pleasure every time. All right. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye.